The morning shift is being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary. They're located 500 East Alden Avenue right here in the beautiful Azalea City of Valdosta, Georgia. In your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust, and that's Gatlin Mortuary. They can be reached by calling area code 229-247-4141. Licensed funeral director and bomber is Mr. James K. Gatlin. He and the fine staff, professional, um, caring people, are awaiting you to call uh, for your pre-planning service, your home-going service, your cremation service, memorial services, uh, pre-planning arrangements. You can call Gatlin Mortuary today. Um, Gatlin Mortuary is located again at 500 East Alden Avenue, right here in Valdosta, Georgia. 500 East Alden Avenue, right here in Valdosta, Georgia. It is with great sadness that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Mr. Jesse Green. We are honored to be selected by his family to serve them with excellence through professional service during this their time of bereavement. The life celebration services for Mr. Jesse Green are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff and the management of Gatlin Mortuary. Again, that's the life celebration life celebration services for Mr. Jesse Green are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. So it's a beautiful day, y'all. I appreciate y'all for riding with your girl. We back after about a week and some change of being absent. Um, if you miss me, throw me up a little few hearts. Let me know you miss me, okay? I see a few of y'all that might be delaying. Um, but I want to say, I want to say a couple of things that the Lord has uh, give, there it is that the Lord has given to me over uh, this past week and some change that we've been gone because normally I get a chance to to share it and drop it before we go into our morning shifts. Um, but it's just so much, so I just thought I'd take today. Um, thought I'd take today to just really share with you some of the things that the good Lord has shared to me during my time of silence. As you can tell, I'm still feeling a little, um, my voice is, is, is a bit, a bit strange. I, I mean, I was talking good Thursday and then Saturday night came and, um, uh, Saturday night came and just, wipe some of it away um but i want i want to say this uh, remember y'all um we gotta get back to god um and i say we gotta get back because i'm speaking from from my perspective um in in my experience of already being with God, but for those people who have never known God or have not acknowledged them, not acknowledged Him as your personal Savior, I I really, really urge you um, to get to know Him. Um, in First Peter, uh, the writer tells us that our flesh is grass which means this flesh is going to wither away and die 
one day. We don't know when that that day is going to come. So it's in our best benefit to to make preparations now for where we would like to spend um, eternity because we're going to die. Um, not all of us are going to die, but, um, you know, it could be us, right? And so it is very important for us to hasten into the arms of Jesus Christ um, and know him as your personal savior. If you've been tipping and, and dibbling and dabbling um, in your relationship with him, it's time to secure it. If you've been um, those on the fence about doing what God has called you to do, if you've been hesitant about um, speaking when he tells you to speak, um, sharing when he's when he's giving you instructions to share, it's it's time. Uh, hear the the sense of uh, um, sincerity and genuineness, and um, uh, I'm being very um, concerned that many of us are going to die full. Concerned that many of us are going to die and not know Him. Um, and there's no worse feeling than if you have, if you know you're going to leave and it's not a sudden death that, that you, you, you don't, you don't get it right with the, with the father. Um, so that's number one. If you don't know Jesus, get to know him as your Lord and your savior. Um, if you're saved and not delivered, it's really time to, um, forge your way into deliverance. Um, if you have not been doing everything that God has called and assigned for you to do, hear me now, it's time. Whether you've been afraid, whether you've seen so much in your life, whether you've experienced so much in your life, you, 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 you have fear in your heart, whatever it is, um, it is time for you, for us to be more concerned about being obedient and doing the will of the Father than we are being afraid of what people are going to say or what comes behind that. That's the first thing, getting, getting back to Jesus, returning back to him. Number two is this. If there's a part of your life, I share this, oh God, this, this is just baby. If there's a part of your life that, um, that has been exposed um, recently or whenever. Um, hear me when I say this. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, love. Have a great day. You um, too. It had to hear me when I say this. It had to come out so you could come forth. Trying to figure out how some, why some things had to uh, be revealed or uh, unfolded in your life come you know it had to come out in order for you to come forth some sometimes things um happen forcefully you know things happen forcefully in order for us to be propelled and catapulted into um where we really need to be into a posture a mindset into a 
um, a season that we really need to be in. So it had to come out in order for you to come forth. And I, and I know this for a fact because it happened to me in my life that God will, God will allow things in your life to come to the surface, to be provoked to the surface so you can go ahead and confront it, go ahead and correct it, go ahead and deal with it so he can pull you forth, so you can come forth. Don't cry. Don't, I mean, it, it, whatever it is that came out, um, it, it, it's, there is, there is some validity to it. And when you're so focused on why it came out or who put it out, it will take your perspective and shift it away from the fact that it needed to come out because many of us, um, have suffered in silence. Many of us have suppressed a lot of things that have kept us ineffective as, um, things that have kept us, um, uh, in the, in the good, good, uh, in good graces with the kingdom of darkness, because as long as you're quiet, God help me today, as long as your voice is quiet, things don't shift. So there's some things in our lives that God is allowing to happen to shift us, right? It's happening to shift us into the place where we need to be, usher us into um, this openness and this freedom, God. And, and sometimes that's, that's really all it is, is God allowing us um, to be free. You've been tied down with it, worried about it, concerned about it. It had to come out for you to come forth, God from Zion. So that's the other thing that he's dropped on me um, during this time. We probably won't even get through all of this. And I might not even remember everything. But he also said to me, uh, don't rush out of your night season. Mm. For everybody that is listening to me right now, hear me when I'm talking to you. Do not rush out of your night season. Whatever dark times, whatever hard times, um, the times that you have been restless, being up and you're trying to figure out why am I, eh, Holy Ghost, why am I staying up late? Why am I getting up early? Why, why am I being awakened in the middle of the night and, and can't go back to sleep? Uh, it, what is this? It's, it's dark. I can't see my way. Uh, what is, what is happening? You've been pleading for God to get you out of it. But I want to tell you this. This is what it said to me last week. Do not rush out of your night season because there is a shift differential. There is a shift. There is a different pay. There's a different reward. There's different recompense, different compensation that is made to those who have to work the night shift. Yeah, there's there's a special pay for those who have to work the night shift. So don't rush out of your night season. It is going, although it's difficult, God have mercy. Although it's, 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 it, it seems like 
most of the work, the hardness, the difficulties, the trying that, that it happens in your night season. Do not rush off a night shift. Don't rush off a night shift. If you're that person that you haven't been able to sleep at night, uh, you've been, it seems like your, your, your pattern is off and you, you're up more at night than you are during, during the day. There is a shift differential, God help me, that comes for those who have been given responsibilities of the night shift. You got to make sure that you don't rush out of it. Don't rush away from it. Do not rush out of it. Uh, because, uh, there are, there's, there's some, there's some extra praise. You're getting rewarded for the time that you, that you, that, that, that you gotta, that you have to stay up. So for, for those people who, uh, been trying to rush out of it because it's uncomfortable, you've been trying to rush out of it because it doesn't feel good. Just know now, don't rush out of it. There's something in this season that God wants to give you. As a, result, as a result of this season of your life, there is something that God wants to get to you. So don't rush out of it now. Do not rush out of it. I promise you. And um, in addition to that, there's another one. What was it? Uh, don't judge my lane. You know, people... People will see you doing what you're doing and criticize it because they don't understand it. Criticize it because uh, they they don't get it, right? But while you going straight, I had a season in my life where I was going just going straight ahead. God was just telling me to move forward, move forward, move forward, move forward, move forward, move forward. In this season, he has me in the turning lane. I'm in the, not the U-turn, but he has me in the turning lane. There are some things, eh, glory, watch yourself, little girl. Watch yourself. Some, There's some things in your life. You know I mean, you've been experiencing going straight. Ain't nothing been, nothing changed. Nothing happened. Same scenery, same stuff. Day after day, same hardships. Day after the day, same obstacles, same trials. Like the old people say, same tribulations. It's just been going straight. But this is, I'm in the turning lane. It's me. And it may not be the same for you, but I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a place, a season and time in my life where I'm in the turning lane. <laughs> yeah, but here I'm in the turning lane. That means there are a lot. I am preparing to make a turn. My turn can come at any any moment. My turn can come at any moment, and I'm gonna ride it until it's time for me to turn. And 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 everything in my life right now that needs turning around, I'm in that window. Hear me? I'm in that window of opportunity that. Whatever I ask for right now, this is what I mean. He showed it to me. It's, it's turning for you. Everything that you need me to work out is turning for you. It may not be your word, but you can snatch it. You can attach your faith to this and see things transition and happen in your life. You're going to come back and tell me, Smith, it wasn't for me. You said God said it was for you, but I've been at a season in my life where nothing's been turning. 
Nothing's been moving. I ain't had nothing shaking, baking, or nothing going on. But I attach my faith to what you said God told you. And it's some stuff that immediately, God helped me today, that immediately started turning in my life. That's where I'm at. It's it's turning. Whew. It's it's I'm I'm in the turning lane. Now I'm riding it too. I'm I'm riding it too. Uh and so it is it's good to know that God will after you after you uh get on the other side of of through uh that there's there's things waiting um waiting for you and it's and it's all about alignment timing and alignment timing and alignment we got to realign ourselves with um with our purpose in life yeah this is necessary it's necessary oh this is the, another another thing too it's another thing. be particular very particular in who you have in your circle at this juncture of your life is too many of us circle hopping you know like we say church hopping job hopping there are too many of us circle hopping Jesus consistently had his circle it didn't change But you have to be very particular about who is in your circle starting from today. And if you want to go somewhere in the good Lord, if you want to, um, if you want to grow as much as you can grow to your full capacity. I'm talking about pushing the borders. <clears throat> Excuse me. Breaking down barriers. You want to make sure that your circle just does not exist with people that got money. That are people who are popular. But you want to have people who are truly loyal. Not to the things of the flesh. But loyal to your spiritual growth because if you cannot trust listen hear me now hear me good if you can if they can if your circle is okay with allowing you to walk around with matter in your eye or you know things in your nose corner your mouth and not say anything to you at all. How in God's name can you trust them to correct what's wrong in your spirit? Because these are the things that they, they, they can see it and still won't say nothing. They're... There needs to be people in your life that will correct you and correct your spirit. Correct what they see in the spirit. If if they are not if they are not correcting where they see you err spiritually, 
problem. You got to change your circle. And this, 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 this season of your life, this time, especially for those of us who have a call and a great assignment, responsibility of God's people uh, on our lives and in our lives, you, it's a must. Hear me now. It's a must that you have people in your circle who will hold you accountable spiritually. You want somebody to lollygag around with you just because you gifted. You want somebody to lollygag around with you. And, and then some, and, and you can't have people <clears throat> in your circle that's in awe or intimidated by who God has called you to be. You want to know why? Is what they in awe of, they won't correct. You won't say that's wrong. Walk around here, all this anointed with a whole bad, bad, nasty attitude. Talk to people any kind of way. Treat people any kind of way. That's a problem with that. And if you can stand by and let that happen in your presence, you have a duty to intervene. God help me. A duty to intervene when you have been anointed. Because our, I'm going to get there in a minute. God, I got to, oh, I ain't got time. We have to pick it back on, on it tomorrow. We, we got to get this tomorrow, y'all, because it's time to go. God, hear me now. No, you don't need nobody in all you. Respect it. Don't be at all of me. If you see me going left, see me getting out of character, you have a duty to intervene. I'm going to go ahead and knock it out. You have a duty to intervene. Listen at this. Um, though we live in the world, this is the last thing, though we live in the world, God help me today. Um, our weapons, we don't fight like the world fight. We don't, we ought to, if you so anointed, you ought to know that we should not be fighting each other. If God has gifted you, like you said, you ought to know that you and I should, we, we should not be fighting each other. That we sh there should be no competition among us. We've all been given our territories. We've all been given our realms of influence, and sometimes they cross. You know, can't you see it. But sometimes they intersect. They cross over where our circles uh, overlap, so nobody get left behind. But if you are if you are using your spiritual weaponry, your discernment your your the gift of prophecy um your gift of intercession if you're using that to fight against anybody you ain't fighting right he says he gives us our weapons to destroy strongholds to destroy cycles and unhealthy patterns that's what you've been that's what we have been called in the northern to do. That's why our gifts are what our gifts are refined for. Not fighting each other, not fighting flesh, but to destroy strongholds, to destroy false arguments, to bring every thought into captivity and make it obey God.
make your thoughts obey God. But we use our anointing and our gifts for everything but. You, we have the authority yeah, to, to cast down vain imagination. That's on you. That ain't your pastor job. That's that anointing you got job to do. You walk around here, you're anointed, you've been called, you're boasting and bragging about it, you're, you're going on, blah, 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 blah. Well, then your behaviors are to reflect your anointing. How you act, how you conduct yourself, how you fight should reflect your anointing. You can't do everything. You can't, I don't care what you do behind the pulpit. I don't care how you can make it sound. I don't care how you can do your riffs and runs. I don't care how full you get. I want to ask you this question. How are you?